Hello and welcome to the Anton Podcast, where we talk all about elevating our mindset, wellness routines, and style in simple but authentic ways. So much so that people are going to be like, wow, I want to be glowing just like them. I'm your host, Anthony Tamiza. Let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 17. It is the last episode of 2023. Did I like 2023? I mean, yes, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good year, like a lot changed. I feel like I grew a lot, got some good travel in. But there's something about even years that I just kind of like better. I'm not sure why. I feel like even 2020 was like the ridiculousness of the pandemic. Like I had my 25th birthday in Costa Rica and I feel like I mean, it was the pandemic. I'm still bad, but I was like having fun on Instagram. I think I started my Instagram then and it was just like good. (laughs) It was just a good vibe. 2022 was a really good year too. I feel like it did a lot. I feel like the even years are more like building years and then the odd years are more like executing if that makes any sense. But that's just my experience. Anyway, I like the idea of going into an even year right now. (laughs) So 2024, I welcome you in. But thinking back on 2023, Looking back on things that I've like had on my website or posted or my speeches or workshops or whatever, it's literally like looking back at your old Instagram or Facebook feed and you go through things from like grade eight when you first got on social media or your old tweets from like high school and you just cringe because you're like, oh, wow, was that really popular? Was that really like what I was like at the time? And the thing is, at the time, you feel so good about it, like you know that, you know, you're feeling yourself or whatever, you're being cool, you're dressing in a way that's like popular at the time. But then you look back later and you're like, oh my God, how was I like doing that? And I think for me, like running a a business or whatever, I feel like that happens like at an exponential rate. I think I've looked back and not in a bad way, but I'm just like, oh, like the things have just changed or I finally have like narrowed my lane, like carved a really good space for the types of people that I work with. And the like intersection of the mindset work I've done through the coaching paired with being fashionable and how those two intersect. And when you are feeling good on the inside, it shows on the outside. So I feel like anything that doesn't align with that, that I've posted or shared in the past a little bit, I'm like, oh, I'm so over it. But the thing is, if you're not having these kind of cringe moments, are you really growing or changing or evolving? So while sometimes (laughs) I could just totally cringe, I'm like, no, this is good. It's growth. And And I know exactly where I want to be. So even because of all that, I feel like naturally 2024 is going to be like a solid footing year. Again, there's something about every other year. It's kind of like a building year and an execution year. I feel like this year I was like building a lot, like growing through a lot, you know, just trying to see what was sticking. And now I just feel confident in where I'm going. So I'm excited about that. I think that that's huge. And that realization, whether it's like in your wardrobe, whether it's in your career, whether it's in relationships is super important. So like, I'm so happy I gave myself this gift of just like playing around, trying things out. Like at what other point in my life can I really just kind of pause and make a big shift? So that was really cool. So 2023 was awesome. So anyway, on that note of clarity, I wanted to read this testimonial from Lindsay, who actually was on the podcast last time. She hired me to help her pack for her trip. So this is a testimonial from Lindsay. Lindsay, thank you so much for this wonderful testimonial. And 
for being on the podcast. It was a really good episode last time. So Lindsay says, Anthony was my first call when I needed help packing for a trip with my partner and in-laws. Not only did he meet my expectations, but anticipated my needs and made me feel at ease. And this was the first time I hired a stylist. Anthony was genuinely curious throughout the session to find deep understanding of my needs, style, and goals, which were to feel comfortable, chic, effortless, and above all, like myself. Anthony accomplished this with ease. He was professional in his approach to building a strategy and encouraged me to see my clothes and style in a new, innovative way. I was packed with many outfits and options based on time of day, weather, and more for a two-week trip in under an hour. I would give Anthony my highest recommendation. So first of all, thank you, Lindsay, for inviting me in and allowing me to help pack you for your trip. I think that it was really, really cool to see the kind of panic of Lindsay and clients when I work with them when you first start because it feels like this massive undertaking but what people begin to realize is that the second you can bring in outside eyes someone who doesn't know your clothes who's kind of judging all of this stuff from an outside perspective with little information it's really faster and more efficient to be able to pack because I was able to provide my opinion and input into you know this piece I feel like is more you this is a little bit more stylish right now this will be good for this weather this can you know be used in with this outfit or layer it differently for daytime versus nighttime and I'm the same like it takes me a long time to pack for a trip so it's that outside source that can just come in and kind of speed things along and just kind of have that like intuitive vision of picturing the clothes on the person where they're going and really having someone spend that thoughtful time that can really advance and make your packing a lot easier so Lindsay that was so much fun thank you for that beautiful testimonial and thank you for inviting me in I know you're gonna have a fantastic trip in Miami and I can't wait to see the pictures as the listeners should too if you're following Lindsay from our last episode and see that's the cool thing I was going to mention this about another topic that's coming up in this episode but when you do things that you actually enjoy it sounds corny but like for me those sessions I really enjoy like that hour flies so fast and we get so much done so that's something I want to continue to do so what the narrow lane that I've finally like figured out for myself is elevating creatives to own their inner icon and step into their most authentic expression. How do we do this? We'll decondition your identity of like, who do I think I have to be versus who do I want to be and unveil your true style. It's really as simple as that. Helping people realize that fashion is their communicator. So you want to nail that first impression when you're on a trip. It's the best time to experiment with style because yes, although Lindsay is going with family in this situation, but but let's say you're going with friends or something. You can play around with your style in ways that it's not like you're going to work and you're not being judged. You don't have to worry about, oh, is HR looking at me different or whatever? Like you can have fun. You can be like a different character on vacation than you can be day to day. So if you have any trips upcoming, I would say that's such a good time to play around with your style and try something new. Now, at the same time, look in your closet, like actually pull things that maybe you haven't been wearing for a while and ask yourself why you weren't wearing it. You know, it's sometimes hard in the winter to shop for summer things because the stores aren't really carrying all that stuff. So really go through your stuff. But at the same time, if you want to just get your packing done in an hour, talk to me. Like this was really fast, really easy. And Lindsay left feeling really satisfied and I had so much fun. So this is something I'm going to continue to do. And that's what I like about this styling is that it's just quick and it's all business. You know, we come in, we don't waste time. We just get it done. Whether it's revitalizing your closet, whether it's helping you get ready for an event, whether you have a big presentation, big job interview, you're going through a life change where you are being in the public eye more. You're going to be on stage more to grow your business. Like that is when I can come in and wear 
the like coaching and mindset stuff comes is really with people who are putting themselves out there more. Like there's three things I really notice with people. One, it's that people need to ditch people pleasing in their outfits. Like you dress to please others. Number two, it's that feeling of like you need to hide. So masking yourself behind clothes and, you know, feeling like maybe I need to be in all black or I don't need to be seen. And the third is owning yourself. And what I mean by owning yourself is just like, who do you want to be? Like, do you want to be fun and playful? Do you want to wear bold prints? Do you want to feel creative? And that's where like the mindset and fashion come together because you can have both sure but when we talk about what we're wearing like people really need to understand this is a reflection of your being so having fashion as your communicator especially those on the verge of a big life pivot elevating your image elevating your icon I could go on a rant on this forever but anyway these types of activities packing for trips are really good opportunities to check in with people and like how do you feel in these clothes what vibe do you want to be seen as which is what we accomplished with Lindsay coming right from the testimonial to feel comfortable chic effortless and above all like myself. That's so important. Okay, so what else happened in 2023? I feel like I wasn't on social media as much as I wanted to be in terms of like posting on social media. I've had bigger years where I've had like a stronger presence. But what I noticed this year too is that I really enjoyed the privacy of not sharing like everything. And I'm not really a person that shares everything, everything anyway, but I feel like in the beginning when I was building up my Instagram, I would, you know, share more on my stories and this and that. And that was fun. And it's actually something I really do want to get back to getting into. But I kind of felt like this year I just needed to pull back a bit. And I'm not mad about it. I feel like I was still able to show up. And, you know, I have some really lovely connections I made on Instagram. People who like comment on my posts no matter what, even if I've been off social media for a while, they still show up. So I just like, I love the people that I've built on there. You know, I have a small but mighty following on Instagram and it's really fun. I think my goal is to tackle TikTok. Um, I had one TikTok this year that hit, I think it's almost at 40,000 views. <laughs> this is the funny part about it. So Okay, there's this concept that if you look back at your life, between every seven to nine years, there's cycles. So if you subtract, 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 seven to nine years, seven to nine years, seven to nine years until you were born, you look at life events and things that were happening and you might begin to notice cycles. So this helps when I'm working with clients and we're trying to analyze like patterns in their life. So I posted this as a concept on TikTok because for me and for many, the summer of 2016 was a really big summer. Like the music was good. I think I was just at a stage in my life, like I was in third year going into fourth year of university, um, just had a really good friend group, really good social scene going on. And so I think like for people that age, we regard summers 2016 in like a really high regard. It was like a Drake one dance summer. So good. Vibes were immaculate. So if you were to fast forward to 2023, you know, seven years later, that technically means by this definition that seven to nine years. So this could have been it. It meant that summer 2023 could have the same vibes. So I posted it. And what I realized about that TikTok, I posted it using this theory of like this summer is shaping up to be summer 2016. Now, of course, people are going to interpret that differently. Like so many things can happen for someone to make it just as good, better or worse. Obviously, it's individual, but it created such interesting comments from people because some people were like, yes, summer 2016 was the best. I can't wait. Some people were like, oh my God, that was the worst summer. Don't say that. I posted this, I think, in June or even May, and I'm still getting comments on that TikTok and people are saying still like, oh, that was the worst summer or oh my gosh, it was so good. And I'm talking about TikTok where you get, if a video goes like semi-viral or viral, like you mostly get comments from people you don't know. So some of these people, I have like no idea who they are, are still commenting about their summer so 
I know that TikTok has potential for me to really have fun on there. It's just a matter of like getting on. I have this like vision of, you know, how I was kind of joking about how I record the podcast in a closet, which I actually don't do anymore. I just don't want to like sit in there on the floor. It's really good for sound, but hopefully this sound is good. I'm just like in an enclosed room. Anyway, I really kind of want to like film some TikToks of like sitting in front of my closet because my closet's kind of a cute backdrop. Like I keep it clean and stuff. So anyway, I'm going to be looking to 2024 for some inspiration there. But social media, I kind of pulled back. But yeah, that TikTok, that was my best performing piece of social media this year. So at least I have that. Yeah, that's the most viewed thing I've ever had. So I'm proud of that. Okay, what happened with shopping in 2023? I feel like I didn't really make any massive purchases except for when I went to Italy. So Italy shopping was really good. I got a really good I'm actually about to post this on Instagram if this is coming out Wednesday I might actually post it on Wednesday or Thursday I got these really nice linen pants it was just from a store in um Ortigia which was this island we were on and it oh the linen pants are so nice I wish it was still warm enough here to wear them they're really really nice so I got those which was nice I got a nice linen button up it actually uh, it did shrink I think when I came home um, I don't think I watched it appropriately, so that sucks. But then, of course, the Jacques Mousse sunglasses that I post on my Instagram, I love those. I'm not wearing them as much as I thought I would because I think they just, like, need to be paired with an outfit nicely. There was this pair of Fendi sunglasses that I tried on before these Jacques Mousse ones. Now, I was going to get them. They're black. They're kind of big. They're plastic. They're really nice. But I was just pulled to buy the Jacques Mousse ones because... Um, they're different and they're green and I feel like I'm always wearing like black aviators. So I wanted to challenge myself to, to do something different. I feel like I can always get a pair of like black classic sunglasses, you know, kind of like the celebrity shades, like you throw on like a big pair of black sunglasses and you kind of like feel like you're hiding yourself. That was the vibe of the Fendi ones, but they were really nice. I think I put them in a newsletter. Um, so that's on my list for 2024. Now the best part was I don't think I talked about this or I don't think I, we talked about this when Krista was on the podcast, but Krista was looking for a bag. So like a designer bag in Terramina, there was a lot of designer stores. There was actually a new Louis Vuitton that opened there just a few months before. And it was really nice, really pretty. It was busy too. They had really nice stuff. And so of course, in there, the thing in Europe, and it's true, they always say, you know, it's best to buy designer things in Europe because the prices are so much less than, you know, having to ship and import it into Canada or the States. So, of course, they want you to buy it in the store, which is fine. She was looking at bags, didn't really find one specifically that she loved, loved, loved. I wasn't on the hunt for anything, but there's a specific, like, bigger wallet that I had wanted from Louis Vuitton for a while, but I just, I wasn't really prioritizing it. Anyway, we shopped a few of the designer stores in Termina, and then we knew though that the airport in Rome is the mecca like where you've got to do these purchases and boy are they right so the prices are so much less than even any other store in Europe and I forget the reason why and it doesn't matter why but basically if you are going to Europe anytime and you are flying home like the only time you can access those shops is if you have a flight and you're leaving and the nice part about that is they don't even charge you any um extra stuff normally you have to like apply to get your money back when you make a purchase in Italy but or Europe so obviously the prices are just lower it's so much more convenient so Krista got a really nice bag I got the wallet I was looking for and I was so close to buying this other like crossbody 
thing that I, it was just so nice. They were trying to upsell me. It was really nice, but I just had like no business getting that. I, I, I don't need it at the moment. But anyway, it was really fun to go shopping there. So had some nice purchases in Italy. So that kind of like made my year, I think. Those are really exciting things. Now, the last thing that I got that I'm loving is this Puffer Zara coat, the silver one that I posted on my Instagram. I'm getting so many compliments on it and I'm not doing it for that, but I think it just kind of feels like me. You know, I'm the type of person I really like a muted outfit, like an all black outfit and then just like a punch of something. So I feel like that's the punch of something. So even I was running around doing errands and the person at like Indigo was like, oh my gosh, I love your jacket. Like people just seem to be enjoying it. So, you know, I like to be out there. I like to be seen. I like to be, you know, heard and all that stuff. So that was a fun purchase for me when I saw it online. I was like, this is just me and it totally is so that's been a fun jacket to wear i'm really happy with that purchase the other thing about 2023 that i really loved was this podcast i enjoy it so much and i was on a call today I have a weekly call that I can go to for the coaching group that I did training with. Also, shout out to me. I wrapped up all of my training certifications this year. It's an intensive program that I did and it's a really wonderful community. And if you're ever interested more in like why I did it, what it's about um, and how it can help you wherever you're at in your life, because I did this while I was still like working professionally and it was helping me a bunch with like running meetings, presenting, being on, you know, running teams and all that stuff. So it was really good. Now, if you're ever interested just shoot me a message I'd be so happy to talk about it but I finished that which was great a big goal of mine anyway I digress there's a weekly call for anyone who graduated the program just to kind of drop in you know talk about what's going on and, and bounce ideas off each other and so today I was reminded of something that I learned it's basically we all have different ways of learning and you know this is nothing groundbreaking well it is groundbreaking it's just nothing like too hard of a concept to explain. So some people really need to see things visually. Some people really need to hear things. Some people need to see things written. And so there's a really fast test that you can do to analyze that, although most of us probably have a sense. And anyway, that also dictates, so how you like receiving information, how you like giving information. So this morning, ironically, I was writing my last newsletter of the year. I'm sending it out this week. And I know that I'm a stronger speaker than I am writer. I can write well, it just takes me a while. Like I write an article monthly for an online magazine. I've been writing a lot this year, like in different magazines too, blog posts and newsletters and all these things, even at work. Like I remember, like I can write well, it just takes me a little bit longer than it would be if someone like, hey, can you make a presentation on this? Or can you explain this concept to me? I'm much more easily understood through speaking. And so that was brought up today. And the Nicole who facilitates the call was like, yeah, I used to send my monthly newsletters out before podcasts were a thing. And I used to send a little audio journals. So basically you would get the newsletter, you would hit play and you would get to hear from Nicole. And that's really cool and innovative because that was kind of before podcasts were really big. And I realized, and she gave me the idea, like, what if you added a video to your newsletter? You know, it's kind of like an exclusive video from Anthony every month. It doesn't have to be too long. You know, people, People see a video in newsletters or in emails and are kind of more inclined to click on it. So then that led me to get obviously get really excited. The other thing that I realized too is that I love the podcast. I love talking. The thing that you might be missing about this experience is like seeing me. And it's a double-edged sword because I think most people consume podcasts just by listening because not everyone has time to like sit down and watch and listen. So I totally get that. But it was interesting because I did a guest interview with uh, my friend, Alessandra, who is a naturopath. She's going to be on in the next episode at the beginning of the year talking about, you know, how to have a healthy start to 2024. And we recorded it 
on a platform um, like Zoom or whatever, and we recorded it face-to-face, virtually, and I think we just hit it off a little more. Now, Alice and I are, like, really good friends. I've known her for a long time, so it's not like I really had to, like, build that rapport with her, but I think the conversation just was flowing better because we could see each other, and I think you'll enjoy seeing some of the clips I'll put on social media. I'll probably end up posting the whole thing on YouTube, but I feel like because I'm a person that is understood well through spoken words and visually, like even right now, I'm actually sitting in front of um, a big monitor that's black and I can see my reflection and I'm like moving my hands like so much and my face is very expressive. So I feel like that is how I'm best conveyed. So when I run workshops, when I run meetings, when I speak, when I'm in front of people, physically or virtually or whatever, I feel like that's when my message is best conveyed. So that was a really cool learning that I had because Nicole prompted us like based off your preferred way of learning and communicating, like how have you honored that this year? And I thought all the times that I enjoyed it the most were when I was like on a stage or in front of people and stuff or behind the microphone here. And I think having that camera on would make it even more fun. So I just didn't want to like throw my laptop up like a Zoom meeting and record it and put it on YouTube. I thought that was really boring. Like I have a nice backdrop. Um, You know, my desk is really nice and it has a nice background behind me. So I'm thinking of doing that. Of course, one day it would be so cool to get like a better camera and to be able to have like a fun background or like studio vibe. And I think that would be a blast one day. That's something to aspire to. But basically I'm excited to get more video content out there. The other really cool thing about this tool that I use that most people use to record um, audio and visual podcasts is that when I was done, because of AI, it clipped it and it pulled out three or four clips, like 50 second clips that it says like put this on social media because it was when Alice like had answered a question for me and she was had like a response that was about one minute and it was like perfect so I realized too like that's so awesome it's such a time saver because the thing that I don't enjoy about podcasting is like having to edit you know sometimes I'll just take out like an um or a breath and those are the things that are more time consuming especially in guest interviews so if it's gonna help me clip things for social media how awesome but I think recording video interviews Views, especially face-to-face with guests will be really fun and then eventually like recording video ones with myself will be good I also love going live on things like again I can kind of just be thrown a topic and like just let it rip <laughs> I love I love that even preparing for podcasts even right now I just put down a few points that I wanted to talk about and it was just a lot of fun now the last thing I wanted to talk about is we're entering a new year 2024 so one of the big things that I've been doing since 2020 is I have a bullet journal. Now I call it a bullet journal, but the ones I get are blank. I had the ones that had grids or dots. And the thing is, I just cannot be confined to a grid or dots or lines when I'm writing. It's the worst. Notebooks that have lines in it, awful. I just can't stand. Like, what if I want to draw something? It just, it makes me so furious. So then lines are the worst. The grid is the second worst because there's still too many lines, but it gets a bit fainter. It's not as bad. And then what's a little bit better than that is the dots because it gives you just a general guideline of where to write. But that's not for me. I can write pretty straight. And so I like the blank pages. So I use a moleskin um, bullet journal. It's like a medium size. So now I, I just got mine from Amazon for 2024. And I realized this, I did it in 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, 2024. So I've been doing this for five years. 
it might have been four, actually. I don't know if I started in 21. I'll see because I think the picture I'm going to take for the cover art of this when I post on social media is me holding all of my bullet journals. Anywho, I'm not like a fancy bullet journaler like you'll see on Pinterest or some people on Instagram who are really rigid and they tick off boxes and they have trackers and they draw and all that stuff. Like I'm very simplistic. What I do is I use four different colors, red, blue, green, and black. I have my pens from Muji, which like I will never switch pens. And okay, so I have a monthly spread, I guess you could call it, where I just write each day and I put things at the top. So along the left side, I'll write one to 30 or 31. Across the top, I'll write like workout, yoga, uh, like morning meditation, nightly prayers, and different things that I want to try to get done each day. Non-negotiables, which you'll hear Dr. Alessandro talk about in the next episode. And I'll check those off as I do them throughout you know, the day. And what that does is help me like at the end of the month be like, oh wow, like I actually accomplished a lot. I don't really care about that as much anymore. I think doing that for years, like I know I'm going to do the things that I need to do mostly, but I think I'll continue it in some sense. And then weekly, I take like a two page spread and I will just write the date and normally track like the workouts I did, the meditations I did, um, or any, mostly any of like thoughts I had, like really cool downloads, really cool signs, really cool thoughts or interactions I've had. And I also like to record how many angel numbers I see because like many people, but I really see 1111 and 111 a bunch. And then more so lately to 22, 333 and 444, even 555. Um, although 444 is an iffy one because I think in the Chinese culture, it means death, but in other interpretations, it's good. And so there's no real reason why I guess I have to track that. I just kind of like knowing that, you know, I feel connected or something. So this year, I'm still going to do it. I just have kind of stopped caring about how it looks or being so pristine and rigid about it. You know, if you know me well, you know I'm rigid with my routines and habits. So I've kind of wanted to just be a little less intense about it. So I'm being less intense about it now. I'll be less intense about it in 2024. But what's really good about it is it just helps me dump my thoughts. It helps me write down my feelings or whatever. And it just gives me that outlet to just express something, write it down, and then close the book. I honestly never look back at what I write and what I read realize is that I have like four or five years worth of content and I saw something really cool a while ago actually remember clubhouse clubhouse is an app that was popular in the pandemic it's still around and basically it's just like live chat rooms essentially like speaking only though and you know there was different themed ones so the ones I were on or I was in was kind of like you know personal growth self-development and people were saying you know the best gift you can give yourself is to over the years collect your journals like go on a little vacation or go out in nature or something and bring them and then just browse through them and see how much you've changed and how much you've grown. And it's almost similar to how I opened the podcast about looking back at old business things or when you look back at old social media and you kind of cringe. And it's not that I'm going to cringe, but I think there's some really like deep and profound stuff in there as I was going through a bunch of different, you know, changes in my 20s. And so I kind of, I want to do it, but there's also something so sacred about like knowing you haven't even read it back yet. And it's just pages that like no one has seen. I think one day it would be really nice to honor that and read through it but for now I don't know you know what would probably make be good is uh on my birthday but not this one I think at 30 would be good because I think I started bullet journaling maybe around 25 so that could be cool to see like five years of transformation so I'll think about doing that I'm really hyping up my 30th birthday I'm thinking about what I'm doing at 30 versus anything about 29 I don't care about 29 Uh, not in a bad way it's just I don't think there's like something huge to celebrate there so I think 30 could be a cool milestone for that but overall I would recommend journaling bullet journaling to some degree what I would just recommend is don't stress about 
about like, oh, I don't have nice writing or I can't draw or I'm not crafty. Like I'm not either. I do have good writing. I mean, really nice writing. I've actually did a lot of Christmas cards and cursive writing. It was a lot of fun, but I am not artsy in any sense especially with drawing wise. So I was intimidated by the process, but I love it. I've been doing it forever and I really think it's healthy to have like pen, paper situation. There's those five minute journals. There's those things that give you prompts that are nice to write. But I I count myself out of those because they all have lines and that's just going to stress me out. So here's the thing, even though I could keep talking, even with my guests, I feel like I could keep talking for hours. I'm really like impressed and surprised with myself how I can just talk in front of a microphone for so long. But I kind of want to keep these around 30 minutes. I just feel like when I listen to podcasts, I guess I listen to ones that are fairly long, but I just don't want to overwhelm people. You know, I like around 30 minutes. It feels a bit more digestible, but I needed to end off by saying thank you so much for listening. You know, I posted the Spotify stats that I got through um, Spotify wrapped for creators. And that was really cool to see you know how many people listen there's a significant amount of people that have my podcast is the number one podcast which probably means you just aren't a podcaster much in general which is fine but the thing is is that I can see the stats that most people come from Apple Music or not Apple Music Apple Podcasts so that's pretty cool to see that have a hot like really good interaction on Spotify and I'm really thankful for you tuning in you know sometimes an episode gets viewed a lot or listened to a lot in the beginning sometimes it the numbers are low and then it picks up after and sometimes they're just low and like that's just what putting a podcast out is it's not like I expect the world but I'm really just happy and grateful for the people that listen and people who still send messages about the things I'm talking about. It's really nice to know that there's some support out there, but I think I would still be doing this regardless, even if not many people listened to it. It's like what I said about styling, like finding something that I just enjoy and not questioning it, like just do it because you enjoy it. Podcasting, I think for me is something I enjoy. I've never dreaded having to put it out, put out an episode. I honestly wanted to stop the season at 20 episodes and a few episodes later from now, because it just seems like a good number to end on but I have all these ideas for more episodes so I may take a break at 20 and then come back like a month or two after that so thank you for listening I am so grateful to be a part of your 2023 and I wish you a beautiful holiday season Merry Christmas and all the best for exciting celebrations and I will catch you on Wednesday January 3rd with Dr. Alessandra Otieri and we're going to be talking about how to start your 2024 off in a really healthy and productive way so thank you for listening to the Anton podcast that is it for 2023 i will catch you at the top the very very top of 2024 until then stay stylish my friends thank you for listening to the anton podcast hosted by me anthony tamiza where we elevate all things authentic available wherever you get your podcasts remember to hit the subscribe or follow button to catch new episodes which release every other wednesday if you liked this episode and you're listening on spotify leave a rating. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and a review. Keep in touch by following along on Instagram at the Anton Podcast and at Anthony Tamiza. For more information on me, visit anthonytamiza.com where you can sign up for my newsletter and stay connected. Don't forget to read the show notes for more information. Ciao for now. Ciao for now.